10 tips on how to keep score in tennis. Find your aha moment right after this. Do the best you can with everything you got. Struggle day to day, cherish every fight you fought. Destroy your obstacles, remove the blocks. Got to stand strong, can you do it? Breakthrough, can you move on? Wherever... Welcome back to Find Your Aha Moment. I'm your host, Brian Lutz of BackhandCity.com. Looking for a tennis partner? You came to the right place? Join our free Find a Tennis Partner service right on BackhandCity.com. All you got to do is log on with your first name and email, and then you'll be placed right in the dashboard where you can customize your profile with your tennis playing pitcher, your age range, your playing style, your tennis rating, your availability, and what kind of tennis player you're looking for. All you got to do is log on to BackhandCity.com to sign up and find a tennis partner for free today. I'll include a link in the show notes. Well, today's topic, 10 tips on how to keep score in tennis. So today's topic is not only going to show you how to keep score, but I'm going to show you how to keep score and keep the game flowing and keep any disputes to a minimum. So these are 10 tips on keeping score in tennis. And tip number one, who's in charge of the score? If you're the server, whether it's singles or doubles, you announce the score between every point. So as soon as you get to the service line, announce the score, and then go into your pre-serve ritual and commence playing. A lot of times, matches will flow really good if the person serving really takes charge. Okay, so if you're serving, take charge of the score and make sure you announce it every time, even if it seems like it's super obvious. Number two, tip number two, what do you do if you lose track of the score? Whether you're playing singles or doubles, the rules dictate if you lose track of the score, you convene at the net with your opponent and go back to the score that you both remember last and then play tennis from there. Tip number three, how to keep score. Now, tennis is kind of funny. It takes four points to win a game, and you're probably wondering, why don't you just say it's 1-0-2-0-3-0-4-0, you win. Instead, they call it 15-30-40. Yeah, right. They go from 30 to 40. Don't ask me why. And then 50 is game. Now, a couple of things. In tennis, you have to win by two. So if you get to three all, that next point doesn't win the game at four three. You have to win by two. So if you do get to four all, you get to what I call tip number four. You get to what does deuce mean? Tip number four, what does deuce mean? It essentially means three points all. But instead of it calling it 40-40, in tennis, we call it deuce. Tip number five, what is Ad scoring. Well, I just gave you a little bit of a sneak preview there. Ad scoring is essentially win by two. So if you do get tied at three all, also known as 40-40, which is really called deuce, you have to win two points to win the game. So you can see that the game can go on to infinity until somebody wins by two. So if you're serving and you're on the right side of the hash mark, which is the deuce court, and you win that point, 
the score is called add in. If your opponent wins that point, it's called add out. A lot of people also just say my ad or your ad. If you have an umpire, they'll use your last name. So if I'm playing, they'll say advantage Lutz. So you have to win by two in tennis. Tip number six, there is an exception to this. It's called no ad scoring. You'll see this a lot on the professional tennis tours in doubles. You also may see it at your local club or tennis tournament when they're on a timer and they want matches to finish at the same time. So no ad scoring is really popular if you've rented a court and you need to finish at a certain time or there's multiple matches that are going on in a round robin format. A round robin means that you're playing multiple teams throughout the event and they want the matches to end at the same time. So what happens in no ad scoring once you get to three all also known as 40-40, which we call deuce, the next point wins the game. Uh, tip number seven, what is a tiebreaker? Tennis's heritage was win by two, not only in the games, but the sets as well. So typically in tennis, it's the first one to six wins the set, but you have to win by two. So in the olden days, Back in the 30s and 40s and 50s and 60s, these matches could go on. The sets could go on forever. So you'd see these outrageous scores like 24 to 22. So finally, over the years, they thought, well, this is this is really crazy. Let's, let's do what's called a tiebreaker. So if uh, both players get to six all, they play a tiebreaker where they revert to traditional one, two, three, four scoring. It's the first one to seven win by two points. We'll go over a tiebreaker uh, and its format and technical parts of it in a future episode. Tip number eight, I get this a lot from my students. What are these scoring abbreviations? A lot of times people will say it's five love. And I was like, I thought you said it's 15. A lot of people will abbreviate five for 15. You'll also hear a lot of people at 30, 40, they might just call it add out or add in because it's just six and one half dozen because they're one point away. Um, I try to tell my students to just call it 30 all because 30 all is different than deuce. And it's just nice to differentiate that. And the difference is really two points. You've played two more points and that has a lot of an effect, especially from a cardiovascular standpoint on your performance. So I like players to reflect the accurate score and you know try to stay away from abbreviations as much as possible tip number three how to, or tip number nine sorry how to follow a tennis score online or on television well obviously they're going to have a scoreboard now depending who you watch whether it's tennis channel or it's espn or it's tennis tv everybody has different scoreboards typically what you're going to notice is that the player serving has a little indicator by their name. So if you're watching Smith versus Lutz and you don't know who's who, it's easy to figure out if you just follow the dot. Who's got the dot? It's usually a, a little optic yellow tennis ball or some other circular sphere. That will be indicating who's serving. So whoever has the dot by their name, that is the player serving. Uh, a lot of times, typically, they'll have the set scores as well as the game scores. So if you see 30, 40, that's usually at the end of the names or maybe right beside them. And in between that, you'll see the set scores as well. And finally, tip number 10, 
how to keep track of score in person. Well, I gave it in the first tip. If you're serving, your responsibility is to announce the score before every point. If you're into technology, there is a ton of new devices for smartwatches on the market that can help you keep score. I have not used any of them, but I know they are growing in popularity. I've included a link in the show notes from an article from a uh, Apple website. It's not uh, affiliated with Apple, but it's an iOS website, and they review all the match tracking devices. So check it out in the show notes. And I hope this was very helpful for you to help keep score, learn how to score, learn some of the abbreviations and how to keep things moving and out of dispute. Well, thanks for listening to this episode of Find Your Aha Moment. Don't forget to go onto iTunes and rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast so you get notified each day with a fresh episode. And if you're into live scoring, just check out BackhandCity.com so you can follow your favorite players on the ATP, WTA, and ITF tours with match updates and live scores. Just log on to BackhandCity.com to follow along. Well, thanks for listening to this episode of Find Your Aha Moment. This is Brian Lutz of BackhandCity.com. Thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. That's when-